You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. You know, we're at our sixth installment of our series, Forward. And we've been talking about following Jesus and fishing for men. And we always go back to Matthew 4, verse 19. It says here, And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The open invitation of Jesus to follow him still stands for you and for me today. But before we get to the word, let me show you King James Version. Okay. King James. We're almost at our finals. Finals na, diba? Next week? This week? Uh, finals. And the reason why I wanted to show you this, uh, a few years back, uh, LeBron James was part of the Miami Heat. They were gunning for the championship, but unfortunately, they lost to the San Antonio Spurs. What was the story behind that? There was a comeback. What did he do? Transferred to Cleveland, went to the Cleveland Cavaliers, went back to his hometown, and won the championship. On the other side, you have the Golden State Warriors, Won all the records last year. They broke the records for the most wins before the playoffs. They broke records on three points, four points, and best dress. Yan po yung mga break nilang records. There were so many records they broke. Unfortunately, they lost the finals. And this is what happened to them last year. Why am I saying, sharing this to you? We all love a comeback story. Diba? Gusto, gusto natin yung ano, yung ano kayo mangyayari. Sino sa inyong Golden State fans? Yung kabila, Hinebra. Yan. So, sino sa Hinebra, di ba? We all like the comeback, yung underdog, yung from, yung from rock bottom, tas biglang magcha-champion. And we're win, we're praying that they win, yung mga Golden State fans. And today, I'm actually sharing to you another comeback story. And it's not about Steph Curry or LeBron James, but it's about, again, the life of Peter. Peter's one of the apostles of Jesus. And we want to show you so that we'll be able to see what he did. No, As a disciple of Jesus, what did he do to bounce back, come back strong, and finish the story for God's glory? Okay, Bayon? Our main text for today is found in John 21, verse 15. It says here, When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? All right. Going back, we're moving forward. And before we get to the twist of the story, my question is, do you know Peter? Who's Peter? Peter was actually a fisherman. Fisherman, businessman, and his business was fishing. And he was one of the first to be called by Jesus. He gave up everything, gave up his business, left everything immediately. The Bible says immediately followed Jesus. What else do we know about Peter? Peter walked, seen, touched, ate, and lived with Jesus. Ito po si Peter. He was very close to Jesus. He was a disciple of Jesus. And he's a disciple of Jesus. And just like any other disciple, he was flawed, he was sinful, but there's one thing he had going for himself. He was loved by Jesus. You know, si Peter, I was telling the preach, uh, the service earlier, si Peter parang ano to eh, bonakid. Alam mo yun, yung batang may laban. 
yung hindi nag-iisip, magsasalita lang. And this was the um, description of Peter. He would always blurt out things, pero hindi niya muna pinag-iisipan. One good story was when Peter and Jesus, the disciples were having the Last Supper. Okay? It was Last Supper, and Jesus decided to show him, show them their, his affection to them. By how? Washing their feet. So sinabi niya, I will wash your feet. Ano sabi ni Peter? No, Lord! Dapat ako ang nagwa-wash ng feet mo. Ayan, yung mga ganyang hirit. Ako dapat. Ang sabi ni, Jesus said to him, uh, you don't understand. It's me who should show you. And then, you can show that to others. What did he do? And what did he say? Ano sabi ni Peter? Ah, okay, Lord. Kung you will wash my feet, hugas mo na rin yung kamay ko. In my head. Ganito po si Peter, no? He would blurt out things without thinking about it. And that you would see na ganun siya. He was also the one, di ba, you remember, he walked on water. Yeah, na-experience niya. Pero siya rin yung nag-doubt kay Jesus. He was also the disciple na sinabihan ni Jesus ng get behind me, Satan, because of what he was saying. I remember he was also the disciple who pulled out his sword and chopped the ear. Hindi ko alam kung anong inaasinta niya, no? Pero ang naputol daw niya, yung tenga, nung isang soldier who wanted to arrest Jesus. This was Peter. But of all the mistakes that he's done in his ministry, being a disciple of Jesus, there's one mistake that I would say when I was thinking about it during the week, it was a mistake that would be a career-ending mistake for him. It was a ministry-ending mistake. Parang for him, nako, wala na. I'm done. I'm done with walking with Jesus, living with Jesus. And what was this mistake? In John 13, verse 38, it says here, Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Ito, nag-uusap na naman sila. Sabi ni Jesus, I will go somewhere that you cannot go. Sabi niya, No, Lord, I will go with you. Kahit sampaya, kahit mamatay pa ako, I will go with you. That's what he said. And Jesus, this was Jesus' answer. Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you that the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Jesus foreseen, he predicted that Peter was gonna deny him three times. If you were Peter, sinabi niya sa'yo, Oh Peter, alam mo ba, deny mo on three times. What would you do? You would try your best to avoid that, right? You would try your best to actually let it not happen. But unfortunately, we know that Peter denied Jesus. And not once, but three times. We see it in scripture in John 18:17. It says here, the servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Habing, galing mag-English. Medyo nalito ako dun sa... Eh. In 25 and 27, verse 25, Savage Now Simon Peter was standing warming himself. Pinapainit daw niya yung kamay niya. So they said to him, You are not one of his disciples, are you? Kung ako si Peter, malilito talaga ako eh, kasi parang trick question, di ba? Hindi mo alam kung ang sagot mo, No, yes, I'm not. Parang ganon. So sabi niya, I'm not. So he denied him twice. On the servant of the high priest, one of the servant of the high priest, a relative of the man whose Peter cut the ears off, uh, asked, Did you not see me in the garden with him? Peter again denied it. And at once, a rooster crowed. You know, the Bible, in the book of Luke, if you would read the account on the denial of Jesus, after he denied him on the third time, he saw Jesus was looking at him. 
So nakita ni Jesus na dininay siya tapos biglang nag-ano yung uh, uh, yung manok. Ano bang English ng manok? Yun. <laughs> the rooster. Ala ko the hen. Okay, the rooster. And what was he feeling kaya no when he looked at him? Yung parang ano, sabi ko siya, eh, dininay mo na three times. Eh. Pero Jesus was looking at him uh, maybe with compassion. But the question is, why do you think he denied Jesus? Why do you why do you think Peter denied Jesus? I would have a guess, no? Maybe it was fear. Natakot siya kasi nabigla siya. Alam mo tayo, di ba? Pagka ginugulat, huh, biglang may masasabi ka, di ba? Or maybe it was out of stress. Um, who among you were at home during the earthquake? Di ba? Last Thursday, the earthquake. So, it was a stressful situation. I was studying. I was preparing for the preaching. Akala ko masakit ulo ko. So, hindi ko alam na nag-earthquake na, no? So, nung the last jolt, yung umatras yung chair ko, sabi ko, wala, earthquake! So, sabi ng wife ko, ano gagawin natin? Baba tayo! O, sige! The first thing that she got, hindi po yung mga, kung, kung iniisip ko, di ba, siguro sa iba, baka kung titulo, kung may titulo, ano kaya yung kukunin yung first? Ano yung mga, ang kinuha niya, oh! Sabi ko, okay! Ito ang sasagip ng buhay ko. Ang sing-sing natin. So, binigyan niya sa akin yung sing-sing namin, no? So, it was a stressful situation. Ako naman, natatawa ako sa kanya na ang kinuha niya yung sing-sing ko. Ako yung susi ng kotse. So, inisip ko, bakit ko kailangan ng susi? Bababa lang naman ako <laughs> ng building. So, it, maybe it was a stressful situation for uh, Peter. He actually felt that he lost everything. And, Maybe he also felt na wala na, disqualified na ako sa ministry. Hindi na ako pwedeng gamitin ni God pagkatapos ko siyang i-disown. Siguro every time magbe-victory group kami, titignan ako ni Jesus and then, huwag ka na magsalita, baka makalala ka lang. And this was probably what he was going through. You know, all of us. Sino ba sa inyong may pangalang Peter dito? Wala, di ba? Meron ba? So, oh yun. Hi, Peter. Yan, si Peter. Maybe... If we only have one Peter, but I'm assuming all of us has experienced what Peter has experienced, diba? Yung the fear, the failure, being broken, being... Parang the last person na you would abandon, iniwan mo, and that was Jesus. And maybe tayo rin, no? When we go through life, no? We are... We get stressed, we get... We feel that we failed sometimes. And sometimes, the life of uh, being in despair, ang pinagpipray natin, Lord, I want to bounce back from this. And that's why we want to talk about what happened to Peter and his comeback. You know, for the Golden State, it was rebuilding the team. Kinuha nila sa Kevin Durant. But for Peter, what was his solution to fix the issue that he was in? You know what Peter decided? He was determined. I like this picture because it shows you a look Diba? Para siyang, ano, parang si Cardo ng Manilenyo. Hindi, nasa Manila sila eh. Hindi naman talaga sila probinsyano, diba? They were always in Manila. So si Cardo, diba? He was so determined. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, bro. I'll give you your, ano, <laughs> commission. <laughs> okay. So si Cardo was so determined to find Joaquin. Ngayon, nahanap na niya. So, ganun dun yung itsura ni Peter. So determined. He wants... To do something. And you know what the brilliant idea of Peter was? After being, failing Jesus, betraying him, what was his formula? Sabi niya, in John 21.3, sabi niya, Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. 
Yeah. Yan po yung ginawa ni Peter. This was his solution. Ito na lang yung kaya niyang gawin. He wanted to go back to what he used, to what he was before. Yun naman ang alam niya, he went fishing. But what I want to show you in this scripture is not what he did, but where he was and who he was with. It says here, they said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When you are in despair and when you're going through something, that's why I put the big disciple, because Peter is a disciple, where do you run to? See, Peter, he had his band of brothers. He always had the friends that needed to be with him in time of trouble. Um, Ganun po yung picture of what Peter was doing. He went out, sabi ng mga kaibigan niya, samahan ka namin, and yun, wala sila pong nahuli. Wala silang nahuling fish. And in the next verse, we will see that because they didn't catch anything, there was a man by the shore, probably the boat is near our tech booth, and he was saying, did you catch anything? Sabi niya, sabi nila, wala, wala kami nahuli. Sabi niya, throw your net in the other side. And then you'll be able to catch something. And when they did, they actually hauled a huge number of fish. In the Bible, it says 158. They were able to get that much fish. And then what happened? Sabi ni John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, that's John, therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord! Sabi niya, si Jesus yun! When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put out his outer garment, put it back, for he was stripped from work and threw himself to the sea. Ito na naman po si Peter. Naka-shorts lang siya nung nangingisda sila. Tapos nung sinabi, It's the Lord! Nagulat siya. Ang ginawa niya, kaya niya tinanggal yung damit niya kasi baka mabasa. So, binalik niya, tas lumusong siya sa tubig. Yan. Ganun po si Peter. So, he missed out on that as well. But, the reason why, again, why I wanted to show you John 21.7 is that Peter knew when Jesus came, he's the first and last person that he should go to. He had to go to Jesus. When, when John shouted, he's the, the, it's the Lord, Peter's immediate reaction was to follow Jesus. Pupuntahan niya, pinuntahan na niya. Ang question ko is to each and everyone, when we are facing trials, who do we run to? Where do we go? Who are we with and who do we run to? For sure, Peter knew where to run to. And it was Jesus. Going back to our main text, John 21.15, it says here, after breakfast, kitang-kita nyo po, here in Victory Green Hills, we do that talaga, no? we took this to heart. Jesus does fellowship with food. Sabi niya dyan, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? This was the first question of Jesus. And what did he say? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. The next verse, he said, A second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said, Peter said, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. And on verse 17, it says here, For the third time, he said to him, Simon Peter, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? Parang nalungkot daw si Peter. Sabi niya, grabe Lord, tatlong beses mo na akong tinatawag. And he said to him, Lord, you know everything and you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. 
So what was Jesus doing? Why did he ask him three questions? And why did he ask him that kind of question? Because the priority of Jesus was to restore Peter with him. That was the first in his comeback. It was Jesus restoring his relationship with Peter. It was very important that they got restored first. You know, shame, past failures that we encounter, and even the sins that we have encountered in the past, it stops us from moving forward. And that's what the enemy tries to do. Means, ano, no, when you want to go attend a victory group, no, text ko na siya, tas wala kang load. Or gusto mo na mag-victory group, pero i-remind ka nung enemy. You remember before, nagsinungaling ka sa kanya, nasabi mo, hindi ka pwede dahil yung yaya mo ng anak. And then the next week, bininyagan na yung anak. And then the week after that, one year old na. So the enemy would try to condemn us. Try to make us realize that, you know, don't move forward, nakakahiya. But this is where Jesus comes in. His priority is to actually restore you to Him. If it was me, niisip ko, paano ko kaya na-deal? Ano kaya sinabi ko kay Peter if I would ask him? Would I ask the same question? In my victory group, do I ask the same question? Weird, no? Alvin, do you love me? <laughs> Parang hindi, no? But this is how the Father restores His Son. And this is how Jesus restored Him to Peter. As we go to John 21:17, He says here, Lord, You know everything. I was studying this, and you know what I realized? Jesus never doubted Peter's love. He never doubted Peter's love. If there's one thing He knew about Peter, He knew that Peter loved Him. He knew that His life was devoted for Him. So the question is, why did Jesus ask Peter these questions? Jesus allowed Peter to confess his love three times. Three times. Because he denied him also three times. This is Jesus restoring Peter and him. And as I've said, Jesus never doubted Peter's love for him. You know, I was thinking about this, no? What if Jesus asked Peter the fourth question? Peter, Simon, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Ano kaya sagot ni Peter? Feeling ko na out of, hindi na niya alam sabihin-sabihin niya, I love you po, I heart you po. Parang ganun, no? So, bihira sa inyo maabot ng 9 o'clock ng gabi sa TV. Yan, okay. Going back, sabi dyan, no? the Lord knows everything. But the question is, not, only for Peter, but it's also for you. Do you love me more than this? When Jesus asked Peter, it was actually in relation to the other disciples. Sabi niya, do you love me more than them? But right now, Jesus is asking each and every one of us, do you love me? Number one, do you love me more than your comfort? When you're comfortable in life, sending a text to someone or Making an appointment, joining a victory group, hindi na yun comfort sa'yo, discomfort na yun. Jesus is asking you probably, do you love me more than your comfort and your schedule, your fixed schedule? Probably, the question Jesus is asking you right now is, do you love me more than money? Do you love me more than money? That every time there's, there's someone to be blessed, someone needs help, you're always asking, what is in it for me? Ano makukuha ko dyan? Is you holding on to money saying that 
money is more important than your relationship to Jesus? And lastly, do you love me more than who you are? The stature that you've built, the business that you've built, who you are educationally, maybe who you are in what you do. Do you love me more than these? You know why? Because I believe God is asking us, if we're always trying to win a conversation and always trying to make sure that I win the conversation with you, Jesus is telling us right now, is that more important than engaging Him? Is that more important than just opening the conversation and not proving a point? Jesus is asking us a few questions today. As we continue, once Peter got restored to Jesus, what did Jesus say? He said three things. First, he said, feed my lamb, tend my sheep, and feed my sheep. So what was Jesus doing at this point? Jesus was actually commissioning Peter. Jesus commissioned Peter, sabi niya, forget about the past. Tapos na yun, dininay mo ako, that's done. Now, let's move forward. There's work to do. Let's move forward in your walk with me. So he asked them, feed my lamb, tend my sheep, and feed my sheep. You know, Peter, as I've said a while ago, that he's a disciple. And not only that, he's actually a fisherman. And now Jesus was introducing him to a concept that is not really natural for him. What does the fisherman do? Ang fisherman, gusto niyan, one time, big time. Mas malaking net, mas marami akong makuha, and then, okay na yan. The sheep or shepherd, on the other hand, what does this, what do, what do shepherds do? They care. Matagal po yan. From baby, pinapalaki yan. And this was not natural for Peter. It was a different a ball game for him. Before it was just preaching the gospel, now Jesus wants him to actually disciple the people. It's not just about Peter anymore. It's about the others that he cared for. I like what uh, John 10:11 says, In the, I am the good shepherd, Jesus said, and the good shepherd lays his life for his sheep. This is a picture of a shepherd. A good shepherd would take care of the sheep and would actually protect them at any cost. And that's why we always hear it here in Victory, diba? That's why when we preach about discipleship, you would always hear, discipleship is relationship. It's about building friendships. It's about knowing people, and it's about caring for them. There's a picture of a lamb and a sheep. What is a lamb? San po yung lamb jan? San yung sheep? The lamb is on the... Left, alright. A lamb is actually an 11-month-old, uh, 0 to 11-month-old sheep. So we call them lamb. And you know what we do with lambs, yung mga shepherd? Pag nanganak po yan, yung mga shepherd, ay yung sheep ang nanganak, hindi yung shepherd, lalaki yun eh. Nanganak uh, po yung sheep, no? What would the shepherd do? It would take care of that one by one. Papangalanan yan in a flock. So, kunwari, ito po yung flock, no? Kukunin niya. Ah, ito. Ano to? Mabait to. Mukhang ano to? Mukhang amputi. Parang yun lahat. Sige, Jason. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Ito, ito. Ito, malabu mata. Mukhang magdodokto. Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. Ito naman. 
Eto, makulit to, mat. Yan. Parang inisa-isa ko yung victory group ko, no? Uh, so, yan. So, why is the shepherd doing this? Sa dami nila, alam niya kung sino sila. Alam niya kung bawat isa, kung sino yung mga yan. And it always repeats itself. Inuulit niya yan. For 10 hours, they would do that. Why? Because eventually, the lambs would know the voice of the shepherd. In John 10, 27, it says here, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Ganito po yung lamb. So pag sinabi po ng shepherd, let's go! Sunod po yan. Walang hesitation. Walang, hindi, hindi pa ako tapos eh. Walang ganon. When you say, let's go! Susunod yan. And now, this is a picture of a sheep grown na. Uh, before I get into the details of this, you know, yung lamb is actually a picture of us when we were first uh, when we first attended church, when we first heard the word of God, it's actually a picture of us when we were young in Christ. Yung pagiging lamb, that's why there's care, there's more patience. I remember no, one of my uh, victory groups, sabi, sabi niya, tinanong ko siya, oh, kamusta yung devotion mo? Kamusta yung devotion mo? Bago siya sa victory group. Grabe, bro! Galing ng devotion ko this morning. Ano nangyari? Pray ako. Ano sabi ni God sa'yo? Well, yeah, you know, ganon. Ano ang sabi? Paano ko ba nag-devotion? Uh, I woke up, and then I sat down, and then, and then I closed my eyes. What happened? I put my hands together. Ano sabi ni Lord? Paano ba mag-devotion? <laughs> so we have to be patient with them, no? And this is, us being disciples, di ba? Being, yung trying to know, Lord, paano bang, ano, how do we learn your word? And this is us, a picture of new, when we are new in the faith, being a lamb. And now, we grow, of course, no, to become a sheep. I thought this is a picture of a shepherd, of course, carrying one of the sheep. Um, I got this illustration from Pastor Tito way back, and I told him that I'll use it today. You know, the shepherd's carrying the sheep everywhere he goes. Dala-dala niya yan. Pero yung iba, sumusunod. Why? Kasi sa isang flock ng sheep, meron dyan isa pasaway. So, yung meron mga pasaway, ganito po yung ginagawa ng sheep, no? Ito yung mga kahit, let's go! Kain pa siya, takes his time, or he would wander around, go farther, uh, the, the rest would follow. Ito po yung mga pasaway. And what does the shepherd do? Binibreak niya yan. Yung paa. Putulin niya. Tapos gawin. Bibreak lang niya. Pak! And then what does he do? He takes care of it. He restores it. Binabandage yan. And then kakargahin niya yan. Kahit saan magpunta. Kailangan, dala niya. And then ibaba niya, papakainin niya. And then bubuhatin na naman niya. This is the way of the shepherd. Does that mean in us, no? Kung sa atin. Tayo, we also go through correction. Di ba? Pag kinorekaan, sakit. Saka nakakita ng kaibigan mo na sabihan ka na, you're lazy! Meron nagsabi sa akin noon, you're lazy, kaya ka ganyan, kaya wala ka nararating. Oh. And it's part of correction. We get corrected, we get rebuked, but Jesus definitely carries us everywhere we go. That's why we've been preaching about you guys getting connected, being part of a victory group, because people can speak life to you. And this is, once again, the way of the shepherd. Alam mo ba what happens to the sheep na binalian, tapos gumaling? Ano nangyari? Namatay. <laughs> ne, hindi, hindi namatay. Ito yung 
pinaka-loyal and pinaka-mabilis mag-follow. It would always be the first one. Pag sinabi niya, let's go. Let's pa lang, nandiyan na. Okay na na. He's the first one because he learned his lesson. This is shepherding people. This is tending the sheep. Feeding the sheep. Yeah. I remember, no, um, going back, I know discipleship is hard. And I want to talk about this a little. Uh, for the people who are part of a victory group, naranasan ko din yan, yung hinahabul ka, yung nagtatago ka. Pero they never gave up on us, di ba? And I'm, I'm glad they never gave up on me. I remember this one story, no? Itago ko na lang siya sa pangalang Mark. Um, si Mark and I are good friends. Unfortunately, um, one of our friends were wanted to uh, meet us, me and my wife. Sabi nila, we're problema kami. So sabi ko, okay. Eh, I wanted to bring Mark along. So sinama ko si Mark. Mark, puntaan natin. Ganun. And si Mark was always passionate about discipleship. Talagang alam mo, yun, yung heart niya. You, you can feel his passion. Ano to eh? Very energetic guy. And when you talk about discipleship, talagang kung gusto niya malaman, parang Peter to, si Mark. So eto na, minute namin. Gabi na. Gabi na eh. So pumunta kami, minute namin. And then nag-open up na. Sabi nung guy, na, bro, na ano ko eh, na, nabigyan ko ng isa eh. Saktan daw niya. Si Mark nag-react. Sabi niya, bro, di pwede yan. Bro, uh, ano ba yung scripture na binigay ni Mark? Ano sabi niya? May sinabi si Mark na scripture na wala talagang connection. May sinabi siya, ah, ano sabi niya, practice what you preach, bro. Parang ganun. So kami, okay. Pero he was really passionate about it. And you know, discipleship is messy. It's opening up to someone and somebody would speak to you with so much passion, tell you it's not right. But we do it anyway. It's a lifestyle. It's beyond Sunday. It's being part of a victory group and doing life together. And this is what Jesus was teaching Peter for him to disciple others. In Romans 5.8, the reason why I was saying that sometimes it gets tired, the reason why I wanted to share this in Romans 5.8, because this is a picture of God's love. It says here, but God showed His love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It's a great reminder for us that this sustains us. I would always recall when I disciple people, when, when I start a victory group, I would always see myself na ganito. Yung see myself na hindi mapakali, cellphone ng cellphone. I see myself not listening. And I see these men that I, ha- that I have, I see them in the future growing in the knowledge of Christ. And last story to share, I know we showed this last week. Oh, sorry, we showed it in the earlier service. This was our uh, Mother's Day celebration for our BJMP uh, Women's Correctional. This is the jail, yung pinology po ng women in San Juan. We wanted to go there and visit them and celebrate Mother's Day with them. I know you've seen this way back, or probably two weeks ago with some of the pastors who preach, but really, this is what I want to show you. Although we're not allowed to take a picture in front because of their, uh, we don't want to share then kung sino sila, and that's also the request. The person on your left in civilian, that's Tita Amy. He's one of our victory group leaders. She's also an usher. And when we went there, 
Pastor and uh, Pastor Alan and I, we didn't see Tita Emmy as a victory group leader. We didn't see her as a victory group leader. What did we see? We saw a mother, we saw a sister, and even a grandmother to the young ladies there. When she got there, kung yakapin nila si Tita Emmy, kala mo nanay nila. Na talagang yung one week, she visits every Monday, she commits every Monday, half day, to minister to them. Yung one week na yun, kala mo six months siyang nawala. And we were able to interview three ladies, si Remy, Jocelyn, and Jenny. All different cases, all different backgrounds, all different ages, and all different tenures inside the penology. But there's one thing that they have in common. When we interviewed them, the three of them were sharing that they know that Jesus loves them and that it was possible because somebody went there, devoted her life to go there, and preach the good news. Disciple them even though they are there weekly. And this is the ministry of Tita Emmy. I know this is just one story of ministry. And this is just one story. I was looking at one of our usher couples. They're there at the back. Their ministry now is to go to Bhutan. They're not being paid for what they're doing, but they do it anyway. You know why? Because they know that they need to share the love of Jesus to others. They have embraced the call to make disciples. They have embraced the call to go and make disciples. In John 21 verse 18, as we continue the text, this was Jesus telling Peter, it says here, Truly, truly, I say to you that when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. In verse 19, it was actually again a preview of what will happen to Peter. It says here, this is said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said, follow me. Jesus once again has given the benefit of the doubt to Peter. Sabi niya, this is how you will die, but I'm still inviting you to follow me. God still commands and commissions Peter to follow him. So what's the comeback? What happened to Peter? What was the ending? Peter followed Jesus. He embraced the commission. He embraced the mandate. He actually became an apostle, first to be imprisoned. Acts 2, the first of the 12 disciples to preach to the masses. He died a martyr's death. He actually didn't allow uh, the soldiers to crucify him like this. He said that he would be rather crucified upside down. Because he felt he didn't deserve the death that Jesus suffered. This is Peter. And as I close, what did Jesus do? First, he restored Peter to him and then he commissioned him. We all know that God restores. But sometimes we miss the part that God also wants us to go out and share his love to others. This is a picture of discipleship. I've been talking about being commissioned, I've been talking about discipleship. You know, victory, we may be, we, we call ourselves victory and we say we honor God and make disciples. But really, it came from Matthew chapter 18, verse, eight, verse 18 to 20. It says here, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. 
And behold, I am with you always till the end of the earth. Go and make disciples. My prayer for each and every one is for us to see ourselves not only as consumers, but also partakers of the Great Commission. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for what you are doing in and through my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Father God, for allowing the Word, Lord, to minister to them, Lord God. Lord, if there are people here who has listened to your Word, Lord, and out of the two types of people here, they are first in that position of restoration, Lord God. Lord, I declare you are restoring them right now to you. Thank you, Father, that they will have open doors for people to speak to them, Lord God. Speak to them in their lives. Lord, thank you for what you are doing in and through us, Lord God. And what you have done on the cross fuels us, Lord, to go and make disciples, to embrace that commission, Lord God, to share that love, Lord, to tend the sheep, to feed the sheep and the lamb. Lord, we declare this to be true in our lives. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.